Hey there, Tallahassee. Welcome to another edition of the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce podcast. We are delighted to be bringing you a special episode as it is Thanksgiving week here in the capital city. And beyond just the holiday season uh, kicking off, it also means that it's an important time of the year to think about our small, locally owned businesses. Most folks probably think of uh, the day after Thanksgiving as Black Friday. It's one of the most important shopping days of the year. But it's also important to remember uh, what we like to call Small Business Saturday. That is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. A lot of people here in Tallahassee probably think of it as the day we play the University of Florida in football. <laughs> but more importantly than that, folks, it's an opportunity to go out and support some of your locally owned small businesses that are uh, an important bedrock for the foundation of our economy here in Tallahassee. And so for this show, we've we've got a couple of sort of vignettes, if you will, uh, to feature two different small locally owned businesses uh, that are a great uh, example of the kind of companies we hope you'll go out and support with some of your shopping uh, on Small Business Saturday. Sarah, why don't you tell us a little bit about our two uh, guests that we have uh, on this episode of the podcast? Sure. We have two great guests. The first one is Jerry Madden. She owns Jerry's Midtown Cafe. That is a lovely little restaurant that opened in August that I hope many of you have had the chance to check out already but if you haven't now's a great time you're gearing up for the holidays don't feel like cooking extra once you've already been done cooking thanksgiving dinner jerry will come on and talk to us a little bit about her restaurant and then after that kind of a different local business we have lucky and charmed liz snowden is the owner of lucky and charmed it is a little retail boutique up in bannerman crossing I hope you will enjoy hearing from these two business owners. First up, we have Jerry Madden from Jerry's Midtown Cafe. Want to welcome to the show Jerry Madden of Jerry's Midtown Cafe. Jerry has one of the best titles uh, in the restaurant business. Chief <laughs> Love Officer is what it says on her business card. Folks, you probably uh, know and think of her more as owner-operator of uh, a wonderful establishment in the heart of our community, Um uh, Jerry's Midtown Cafe, located in a place where uh, you may have visited before when it was Paisley Cafe. Jerry decided to carry on that legacy in that location with her own uh, take on hospitality here in our community. Jerry, welcome to the Chamber Podcast. We are delighted to have you uh, and Thank delighted you. to be talking about your small business and why folks in our community should be uh uh, encouraged to come by and visit and have a bite to eat with you. Thank you, Jay. Thanks, Sarah. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, busy time of year for you? It's a very busy time of year, but I'm definitely not complaining about that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I as, like being busy. As chief love officer and uh, sort of all things in the business, right? It's 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 always busy, I would imagine. Exactly. Um, and um, so exactly why I chose that title, because I want to make sure that, you know, anybody and everybody that walks through that door, they feel like they're being loved on from the back of house to the front of house and just everybody that works there, really. Yeah, we, we like to hear that. <clears throat> Jerry, tell us a little bit uh, for starters. Just tell us about your business and things that you want people uh, to know about Jerry's Midtown Cafe. Okay, so... Um, like you mentioned earlier, it um, used to be uh, Paisley Cafe, and I wanted to carry on uh, 
that sweet legacy that they had going on and just all the uh, fabulous comfort foods um, that was there. And also, um, you know, we've expanded a little bit. We've um, gone into doing love on little plates. Um, As you know, uh, our tagline is love on a plate since we make everything with love and want to show the love. Um, So our love on little plates, uh, Tuesday through Friday, starting at 4.30 and going until 8. And so we've got some happy hour mixed in there, too. So we've got a lovely little wine and beer list for you. So um, and then also open, you know, Saturdays as well as Sundays for brunch, now offering bottomless mimosas. Hey, you're talking. (laughs) And um, we're an autism friendly business. We um, like to hire people uh, with unique abilities. to showcase that, you know, they're also an integral part of the business. So showing love to that community as well. Yeah, very cool. And, and you've been in the hospitality industry for how long now? Oh, gosh, probably 20 years now. Um, started off as serving way back in the day. I, I honestly think I started when I was 16 at Shoney's because they didn't serve alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) So I could work there. It was great. It was so much fun. A little after school um, job that I had. And then um, moving on to everybody knows Outback Steakhouse. I was with them for a while and then moved on with the Red Elephant and then into catering and events and weddings. And I've done just about every aspect of the hospitality industry. So. So what is that transition like to be, you know, a, a server, a like employee, a catering <laughs> to owning your own business and being 100% all you? Yes, oh, 100% <laughs> all me. <laughs> um, I'm actually glad that I have been able to work in just about, um, you know, every position because it gives you you know, a true appreciation of what everybody does for you and for what every employee does for you. And I can come back and say, you know, I would never ask anybody to do something that I wouldn't do myself or haven't done myself. So that's been um, really good. But I will say that this is actually being an owner is probably by far the hardest part of this industry, but it's also the most rewarding too, because now it is all mine and I, um, get to also take on that role of mentor for all these young people that work for me as well. And, and so it's nice that I've already had that experience and I can help, you know, lead the way for them too. So tell me a little bit. So at some point, I think everyone who owns sort of an independent small business, uh, they, they come to, maybe it's a morning staring in their coffee cup. Maybe you're looking in the mirror, maybe you're driving down the road, but at some point you make the decision to go into business for yourself. Yes. What's what's sort of the, the hardest and maybe the most rewarding part of making a decision like that? So the hardest decision was just actually like making the decision to do it uh, for myself. You know, chatting with my husband and kind of seeing the fear in his eyes and then, you know, knowing, I guess, of a lot of what the, you know, challenges would be up ahead. And... And I'm very new at this, so I don't think I quite knew what I was getting into. So I'm kind of, um, at at this point, I'm trying to surround myself with people that have been doing this for a long time to try and get some advice. So it's it's kind of that, you know, what do they call it? Trial by fire. Uh (laughs) But I've been forced to really live in the moment, too, and to be present with everything that's going on. 
Um, but, and it's been very hard, like not having an actual partner there with me because all the decisions are mine, but it's been really great to find all of the people that have been coming out of the woodwork for me to say, wow, you know, I've been there. Let me help you. This is what I think you should do. But also you're not going to hurt my feelings if you don't take my advice. It, it's just been really rewarding in the sense of the community, uh, the small business, you know, entrepreneur community coming out to support me and to really rally behind me and say, way to go. I love to see, what's it like for you to kind of see everything come to life? I just love your love on a plates theming, love on little plates, chief love officer. Like that just kind of radiates your personality and I love to see that. But what's it like for you as a business owner to kind of see your business actually coming to life in the community? Um, it's It's been really it's been overwhelming, I will say. Like I have had just some days where I have just cried a good cry because it's been, wow, I cannot believe that everybody is really, you know, taking to this. And, you know, because you, you're not sure of the decisions you made. Like, oh, my gosh, that pink wall that I painted in there. You know, people <laughs> thought I was crazy for doing that. Um, and just any little decision that I've made, I think, oh, gosh, you know, are they going to like this? Are they not going to like it? It's very scary, but then in the end, when you get those great reviews and when people and even your staff come out to say, you know, we really enjoy working for you and we really love coming here for lunch every day and, and just everything that you're doing is great, um, it, it, it's, it's overwhelming. That's really the only response that I can do, but I'm still so new at this too. It's just, I still... I feel like I've had time to process it, but I haven't. And so it's just, <laughs> ask me again in a year. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know a little bit about the food. Can you tell us yeah. about your menu? Yeah, absolutely. So our menu is, um, I mean, if we can make it from scratch, we're making it from scratch. It's what I would call like a, a clean, simple, southern um, menu. Um, we don't have any fryers in the building, so everything is roasted, sautéed, um, baked, that type of cooking, so very, very clean cooking. We have to get really creative back there in our little kitchen <laughs> that we have. So, um, And if we can't make it from scratch, I'm only bringing in just the highest quality ingredients. So um, that's been really nice too. And, and I hope to expand more to include, you know, a lot of the local farms here in town and to try and really get that menu to where it's very seasonal as well. What's your favorite item? Oh gosh, you <laughs> would ask me that question. <laughs> I, it's I, okay to have multiple. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> so the righteous rice bowl is probably oh. my absolute favorite. To me, it's the perfect lunch. It's got that whole mix of proteins and carbs and everything that everybody's looking for. But then after that, I'd probably have to say the dude only because I love a good prime rib. And oh. believe it or not, we roast an that entire prime. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that way you don't have to have that, you know, big old thing of meat on the plate. But we roast that entire prime rib and then shave it down to make the sandwich and just the nice. bread that we use with it. It just – and I love sandwiches for lunch. That's just always been my thing, that and a good bag of chips. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Those are my two favorite, I think. That's great. <laughs> uh, what do you think are, are some of your your customers' favorite aspects of the restaurant? You know, I think in addition to the food, um, I think they really enjoy the service. I always uh, say I'm very proud of myself in creating a culture there that, that I think 
kind of spills over onto the customers and the guests that come in to see us because they see how happy the servers are. Um, so I think it, it's just always been my thing. You, I want to have really great food and really great service, but I also feel that service kind of outweighs that too because um, sometimes you don't always get that great hospitality everywhere you go in the hospitality industry. And so I want people to know when they come out there, I mean, they are really going to get that true service that true form of hospitality, they're going to be welcomed in, and in addition to having that great food, just you know, really leaving out of there, going, "Wow, everybody was so excited that I came in to spend my money there today." So, that's what we we want to accomplish there. So, this podcast is all about small business and small business in Tallahassee. What would you say to kind of encourage somebody who may be used to eating at a chain restaurant or shopping at a big store to encourage them to not only give your restaurant a try, but all the local restaurants here in Tallahassee. Definitely. I, I think that it's so important for, um, you know, the locals to, you know, really come in and support those small business owners because of, you know, not only just the economic impact, but I think that they would also see just like that different level of care and just the uniqueness of the building and going into some place that had you know that little bit of charm to it and I'm actually in such a unique location too because in our building there's actually four businesses in that building we all try and support each other so just to see kind of that small business camaraderie there in our little area too I send everybody up to Midtown Reader <laughs> if they're in the mood later on to grab some great sushi and then even for dessert leaving you know they don't have to have dessert with me I want them to go straight up to Lucy and Leo's so it's been, it's just that just sweet little aspect of it that I would love for them to get out, you know, and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, Midtown in and mm-hmm. of itself is a really great small business community. Yes. And uh, especially there in y'all's building, it is a, <laughs> a cool little collective. There are some, some great places to hang out. Well, uh, I'll, I'll leave you maybe with this question, Jerry. What, okay. what are some of your favorite small businesses to, to go to? Uh, beyond just the places in your building that uh, you might encourage others to take a look at? Absolutely. So um, my favorite small business is why I love to eat. So I do go and frequent um, as many of the little um, individually owned small business restaurants, um, bars. Um, Waterworks is probably one of my favorite. That is the that is just the coolest little place to walk into. Um I really try and go and support a lot of the local breweries in town too, but also um, some of the retail places that are my favorite. You can find just some super cool things. I mean, even up at Midtown Reader, I find something new in there every day whenever I walk in there. But I also really like um, a lot of the boutique shops, like the clothes shops that are here in Midtown, as well as even going down to the Railroad Art District. That is probably one of my favorite places in Tallahassee down there, and I'm so excited to see it expanding and growing too. Very cool. So uh, if folks want to get in touch or follow along with everything that's happening at Jerry's Midtown Cafe, where would you like to send them to? Um, Facebook and Instagram. There you go. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Well, Jerry, we can't thank you enough for Aww. coming on the show and thank you both having so a little much. conversation with us. This is great, Appreciate and it. I can't wait to get over there and uh, have my next meal at Jerry's. Uh, Absolutely. It's a, it's a great hang and, and somewhere that uh, has a unique identity in our community, and I think thank it's you. somewhere that, folks, if you're 
looking for a place to go have a bite to eat, whether on Small Business Saturday or beyond, make sure you check out Jerry's Midtown Cafe. Wow, that was great. What an uh, awesome opportunity to hear from Jerry and all the wonderful things she's got going on over at Jerry's Midtown Cafe. Highly recommend that as a stop uh, this holiday season as you're looking for unique places to take your family who may be visiting and uh, <laughs> eating up some of your space in your home, right? Uh, get out and venture a little bit. Sarah, uh, tell us a little bit about the next story that we're going to feature in this show. Sure. Join in this interview with Liz Snowden, owner of Lucky and Charmed Boutique, who also has a little bit of an unexpected day job. Listen in. Folks, on this segment of the podcast, we have a wonderful guest, Liz Snowden, uh, owner of Lucky and Charmed. Uh, Liz, how would you describe your store uh, to those who maybe are hearing about it for the first time? Lucky and Charmed is a gift and clothing store. We carry a little bit of everything, candles, um, funny socks, clothing, a nice selection of clothing that hits kind of the um, young 20s to beautifully um, ageless woman. Um, and we carry a few local things too. We carry Bolitos for Men, which is um, a local line here in Tallahassee. Um, but we've just got a great selection of, of lots of things. You can pop in for a birthday gift, um, you know, a quick card, a fun outfit, anything you need. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you kind of come to opening Lucky and Charmed three years ago? Oh, my goodness. Well, um, I was a merchandising major. I graduated from Florida State. I'm going to leave the year out. Um, I owned m M&M Monogramming for um, 10 years. Prior to that, I was um, a buyer for various retail stores, and I had always wanted to do a clothing boutique. So when the opportunity at Bannerman Crossing came along, I um, sort of jumped in with both feet, and the rest is history. Let's tell us a little bit about Bannerman Crossing. You know, for those, again, who maybe are uh, not that familiar with the area yet, uh, a lot of people might call it Bradfordville, but uh, <laughs> uh, there's some amazing shops and restaurants located in this development that's really starting to kind of come of age. Yes, Bannerman Crossing is a great place where you can eat, shop, and play. Um, you can come out, spend the day, grab a bite at one of the um, restaurants, watch a football game, or leave your husband to watch a football game while you shop. There are um, several boutiques out there. There's a new men's store. We've got a new kitchen store that's opening. Lots of fun things. A little bit of something for everyone. Yeah, that's very cool. And there's some uh, new housing development that's happening out there. And uh, really just an exciting time. And it seems like there's a lot of events that are bringing people out there. And I think we saw that there's a holiday event coming up soon, right? That's a good way for people to come out and support the area. Uh, yes, Tree Jubilee is this weekend, um, December 5th, 6th, and 7th. It benefits Chil Children's Miracle Network, and we're really excited about it. You're going to be able to come bid on um, trees that have been decorated by various businesses and celebrities and that kind of thing. Um and we're excited to help the kids and just have a fun event. Santa's going to be there and uh, face painting and all kinds of neat stuff. Holidays are really a great time and a, a time when a lot of people are shopping. How would you kind of encourage somebody out there who may be listening to this who is used to, you know, shopping at big retail stores to kind of come check out your store or check out any of the stores in Bannerman Crossing? What would you say to encourage them? 
Well, I would encourage everyone who loves Tallahassee to shop local because um, it's just so much more personal, so much more unique, and those dollars stay local. Um, I think it's so important to support local businesses regardless of if they're um, retail or service businesses or whatever. Tallahassee is just such a unique, beautiful place, and... um, I don't know about you, but I would love to keep it unique and beautiful and kind of small town. Um, not that I have anything against <laughs> big box. You know, there's a place for that, too. But um, I think that what makes Tallahassee unique is all the the um, small businesses and the mom and pop and the personal service, that kind of thing. You know, we love to help you out at Lucky and Charmed. We wrap and um, like to hear about your kids and I have college students who come back and visit, and it's a, it's just a unique thing. Liz, let's talk a little bit about some of the items that you do have for sale at uh, Lucky and Charm. What are some of your favorite things uh, in the store these days? Well, probably my favorite thing is um, a line of socks we carry by Blue Q. They're a little off color. Um, you got to have a little sense of humor, but they are fun and um, and very unique. Um. Other than that, the candles are a, a huge favorite for me. The red currant is my favorite. Our, um, we've got several Christmas candles that I always love the smell of Christmas. And, um, of course, our clothing. Uh, we carry Dear John jeans, which are a nice fit for a um, not super young, trendy, still trendy, but um, appropriately trendy. Um, we carry a line out of Canada called Dex that, um, that I love. It's unique, different. We're the only people in town that carry it, the only store in town that carries it. So um, those are some of my favorites. Something a little bit unique about you is that this isn't your only job. Can you tell us what else you do? Um, I teach middle school language arts, seventh grade at Deer Lake. So how does a middle school teacher decide to open a store or vice versa, since you did own the monogramming store too? (laughs) Um, Well... So I originally went into FSU as an education major, and I was convinced that that was not um, not the route I needed to take. But um, so I went into merchandising, which I have a talent for. Um, but I'm a little ADD, and I love <laughs> to learn, um, and a little obsessed with reading and grammar, as strange as that may be. So, um, kind of my second or third career, I decided to go ahead and um, recertify as a teacher and go back to teaching. And I love it. Love my seventh graders. Well, if you don't have two or three careers, you're really not trying. (laughs) uh, I love that. And I think that uh, it certainly adds to a uniqueness uh, of your story and and to the brand of, of your, uh, of your store. If, if you had to have one thing that uh, you're standing on the corner, trying to get someone in the door to the store, what's the one thing you're leading with? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's what we do. I told you we wouldn't, but I lied. <laughs> I would say um, service people. You know, we want to um, we want to serve you, not just get you out the door. We want to help you really find what you want um, and have you leave feeling like you found the perfect thing and it looks beautiful and you're so excited to give it. So maybe not an item, but um, maybe more a feeling. 
Love that. I think that's great. How would you, um, where, where would you point people to learn more about your store? Um, <clears throat> to the store. Come in, <laughs> see what we have. It's different all the time. We do have a website, but it really doesn't truly portray the store. Um, our Instagram is probably the best place to, to really learn day to day what's going on, but we'd love to see your face. And what's your handle on Instagram? Uh, lucky underscore and underscore charmed. Easy enough. Yep. Fantastic. We'll link that for you folks. We certainly will. And uh, Liz, we want to thank you so much for coming on the show, spending a few minutes with us, talking about your wonderful store and all the many reasons why people should come out to Vanderbilt Crossings and support uh, a variety of locally owned small businesses uh, as we enter into the holiday season. Mm -hmm. I can hear the jingle bell starting to come down the street, right? Coming down Thomasville Road. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hope to see everybody out there. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of the Chamber Podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing from these two local businesses, and we encourage you to check them and any of their colleagues out this holiday season when you are shopping for that perfect gift. We encourage you to find us online at talchamber.com or any of our social media pages, and we'll be back with another episode very soon.